Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. How long does it take from the snap until you're booting that ball? Typically 1.3 seconds, give or take uh, several hundredths. 1.3 seconds, that's it? 1.3 seconds. If it's 1.4, what happens? If it's 1.4, you run the risk of getting a kick blocked uh, by an edge rush. There's just a little bit of time and someone else is putting their hand up and blocking that kick. Exactly, you know, that muscle memory that gets developed throughout, you know, years of practice. That's what goes into those 1.3 seconds when they matter the most. That's Justin Tucker this past Sunday on 60 Minutes. CBS's John Wertheim joins us also from SI, and we appreciate his time. John, great piece on Justin Tucker and NFL kickers. And where did this story idea emanate from? Was it a hard sell on the producers over at 60 Minutes? Hey, I want to do a story on NFL kickers. Um, no, I think, uh, you know, I, I lobby for sports when I can do sports. And I sort of, you know, they sort of said, what are you going to tell us about kicking? And I said, you know, I feel like there's a, there's a lot going on here that we sort of take for granted. And I, I ran that. But I, I learned a lot of the research that I didn't, had no idea about when I made the pitch. So uh, every, every now and then they throw me a sports bone. And uh, that, was, that was the most recent one. Well, there is a lot I learned from the broadcasts, and I recall seeing you at the team facility when I met you a few months back, and then to see the final product was very enjoyable. I know you spoke to more than just Justin Tucker, but did his confidence almost border on arrogance when he opened up about his incredible kicking abilities? Because we can sense the confidence as a media when we're around him, and obviously the results speak for themselves. Um, no, you know, it's funny. I, I, I'm not sure. I thought I, he was really, really sort of rational about the whole thing. And, um, I mean, I, I really sort of like, liked him personally. Um, just put that out. But I, I thought he had a really good approach to it. He, one thing we couldn't get in the story, he, he has two game balls at home. One of them is, uh, the, the 60, 60 yarder, and the other one is from a kick he missed. So I think there's, there's a recognition that look, every, kick could be botched and I take nothing for granted and the, the stats are, are good, but a couple of misses and they're not good. And I was really impressed. He really has this, this mix of, I mean, there's, there's certainly a spiritual side to him. There's sort of a mystical side, but he also is very rational and realistic about the sort of the, the mechanics of it all and everything that could go wrong and how lucky he is to have the same 
snapper and his ball guy. It, it was really an interesting mix to me of sort of, uh, you know, ma- magical thinking, but also a very pragmatic guy. Well, certainly that 66-yard record-breaking boot in Denver, excuse me, Detroit, put him on the map for a lot of folks nationally. Locally here, we all knew about him. Uh, He's one of the faces of the franchise, to be honest. No player on the Ravens. Even Lamar Jackson is seen doing more commercial endorsements than Justin Tucker, and I heard Coach Harbaugh call him the best ever. He's still not even done yet. I call him their best offensive weapon outside of Lamar Jackson. It's uh, it's funny too. You you go down and you look at NFL kickers. You see, I mean, these these guys oftentimes, including you know, these guys are not often drafted. Um, again, these are all the things you can't quite get into uh, 13 minutes of TV. But they they score about a third of the points in the NFL. Um, they're about 1.6 percent of the payroll, so uh, they're they're not paid uh, commensurate how many points they're putting on the board. But no, I mean. Um, I, I thought Coach Harbaugh had a really good point, too. He says, look, now more than ever, this is a league that's predicated on parity. What does that tell me? It says all these games are coming down to a, a couple of details and a couple of points. You know, we, we saw it with, look at, uh, you know, look at the Raiders-Chargers game. Um, it's crazy that teams aren't more invested in their kicking, not, not just in terms of, uh, you know, that, that could be everything from having a special kicking coach. The Ravens are one of only six teams that have that. Um, but that could be in terms of, of scouting. That could be in terms of uh, having a backup, going through these guys too quickly. And, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, th- I get the feeling that uh, talking to Coach Harbaugh that he was sort of like, you know, don't, don't make too much – don't make too big a deal about this story because we've, we've kind of we, – we got our guy and we've kind of figured out how important it is and there are a lot of other teams in this league that are sort of underestimated kicking. And, of course, Coach Harbaugh has that special teams background. Uh, when I watched the episode, I was surprised in him saying that – Justin Tucker, who was undrafted out of Texas, would be a first-round draft pick today. Yeah, I, I was hoping for, but boy, we, we would have drafted him if we had known. I mean, T- Tucker has a funny line about that. He says, yeah, I, I was hiding out at the, at the University of Texas. So it was hard for people to see me. Um, but, you know, again, it all goes to this theme that these guys are sort of taken for granted sometimes. And what do we need to spend a draft pick on this for? We'll just – pick up a guy and, you know, kicker misses a couple of – how can we see this? A guy, a guy misses a couple of kicks and suddenly uh, they bring in someone else and then that kicker goes on and does very well elsewhere. But uh, a first-round pick, that, that surprised me. I mean, that's, that's a whole lot different. I mean, some of these guys would be happy just to get drafted at all. Uh, but a first-round pick tells you something about how much, at least in, in Baltimore, that's a, a valued position and a valued player. And it's funny, John, because most players don't equate kickers to being a part of their team. Calais Campbell does, and even Tucker acknowledged as much. But I can tell you when Tony Saragusa, former Raven, played, uh, he didn't want to be around the kickers. He would lock them up in rooms. And uh, you uncovered some evidence that, that they do live a different lifestyle. Even one of the kickers admitted they leave practice sometimes early to play a round of golf. Yeah, I mean, some of it is, uh, I, I don't know, would, would you want your kicker to be out there for every practice? I mean, how, how many no. repetitions? Do you, you know, it's sort of one of the things you want to preserve the guy for Sunday, but it does create this weird thing where you have this incredibly physical, violent game, and then you have this one position where you know they don't have a playbook. They can go months and months without any sort of physical contact. They at, at practice, uh, it's, it's pretty simple what they have to do, and they, they can't do it too much. You, you want to keep your, you know, you, you want to stay healthy and stay fresh. But it, it is a sort of interesting contrast where you have, uh, I mean, I, I think 
I actually don't think it's true with Tucker, but there's and and uh, and Clay Campbell. But sometimes they're the kicker literally weighs half as much as some of his teammates. <laughs> um, and, and yet, I don't, you know, what do you you want to put uh, you want to put Jake Elliott on the line of scrimmage? I mean, sometimes it's just one of the quirks of football that you have games. You know, these, these guys are playing this this brutal, violent game, and they ultimately come down to uh, a guy who weighs 160 pounds deciding the outcome. And I apologize to anyone that hasn't seen the episode. Spoiler alert, I didn't know, and I knew a lot of the backstories that you told about Justin having covered him since he was drafted. I didn't know the kickers use a different football than what is used during the game. The quarterbacks, the one they throw with, is different than the one Justin kicks with. The K-ball, K for kicker. No, I, I'm with you. I had no idea. Um, but, and it's you know, it's both both kickers on both teams so it's not necessarily an advantage but yeah the kickers have a different ball they also have an equipment guy has 45 minutes to sort of uh to i don't say to doctor it because it's all it's all legal but they have 45 minutes uh before the game to sort of put put in grooves and smooth it out but yeah the ball that lamar jackson's taking snaps with is not the ball that uh, justin kicker's kicking field goals with i didn't know that either now, uh, you spoke with uh, other kickers, too, like the great Morton Anderson. He missed a big kick, as you pointed out, in 1999. Uh, Adam Vinatieri and Anderson, the only Hall of Fame kickers. We suspect that Justin Tucker eventually will join them in Canton, Ohio. Did you ever reach out to the Bills' former kicker, Scott Norwood, who's notorious for another reason? Uh, it's funny you say that. Jan Stenerud, the Hall of Famer, we got we to give him his due, but... Um... No, I, it's funny you say that because a couple of people ask that, and I, I think, you know, I think so many people have tried to uh, tried to talk to Norwood in the, the years since since the early '90s, and it doesn't yeah. seem like that's you know, I mean, he's sort of made a trio. You know, Bill Buckner made one choice, Scott Norwood made another, and I, I think we kind of laid off that just given. Um, I mean, he, I'd be fascinated to talk to him, but he d- doesn't do a lot of interviews and. Uh, I, I think, you know, I mean, it's, it's been what? It's been 30 years. We still talk about wide right and wide right left, and he's, he's kind of kept a low profile, as, yeah. as is his right. Understood, and I'm glad that you showed that everyday regular players can't just come out and kick a field goal. It's not so simple. Yeah, we uh, Morton Anderson tells these stories about guys that, oh, I could do that, and they'd end up, you know, with, with ripped hamstrings and uh, one one I don't I think he told me who it was, and I forget. But hey, one member of the Falcons literally missed games because he was messing around trying to uh, kick field goals. So when we had the footage of uh, what happened with the Panthers when they didn't have a backup kicker on the roster and their kicker uh, had a had a quad muscle injury in warmups, and they suddenly you know they brought out their uh, you know the defensive backfield to see if they could kick, and uh, they they ended <laughs> up. I think I think they did score and they went for two. I don't I don't think somebody had to kick off, but I don't think they. Uh, they didn't try a field goal or an extra point that game. Well, that was a, a fun episode to watch. Look forward to the next time you pitch a sports story to the producers at 60 Minutes. I did want to ask you, though, because you cover tennis so well, when it comes to Novak Djokovic, and I love tennis and talking it on this program, trying to win this 10th Australian Open, 21st Grand Slam, but this whole vaccination drama, John, I feel is mostly self-induced. Has this sullied his reputation, which has not always been sterling, as you pointed out in the past? Yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, what, what's our uh, what's our baseline here? Um, yeah, it's it's just the whole thing is just 
kind of a pity because, uh, as you, you just said it, I mean, this guy is going for 21 majors. This would set the record. I mean, this is, this is Tiger Woods overtaking Jack. Mm-hmm. And if, in fact, he plays, and as, as we speak, that's still a question mark. If, in fact, he plays, he's going to get booed like no tennis player has ever been booed. If he pulls it off, it's going to be it's going to make Bond's home run record look like a joyous celebration. I mean, it's going to be the most sort of dark and contaminated situation, and it's all his own doing. And had he gotten vaccinated or been truthful, or said, you know what, I'm going to stick by my convictions. I'll just play the next one I can. But he sort of tried to find this uh, side door, and it looks like. He, he got caught, and now the whole thing, you know, the, the country is outraged, and most fans are outraged, and it's just really, uh, it's, it's, it's good theater, it's good drama. We all sort of, uh, sort of given a new wrinkle to uh, these two first weeks of the season that are usually uh, a lot more quiet, but it's, it's a pretty messy situation, and it really, as you say, it really has the, uh, the potential to kind of put a damper on history. And sully his reputation real quickly. Uh, I saw this video of Nadal and Federer laughing about the whole thing. I guess they're not best of buddies. I'm talking about the three of them together. Maybe Nadal and Federer are, but not Novak. Oh man, I didn't know. I got to. Uh, I've been working all day. I got to. Uh, I'll have to I have send not it seen to that you. Video. No, I mean I think it's it's an open seat. I mean I think uh, Nadal and Federer uh, have a have a very cordial relationship and always have. And Djokovic, at some level, he's kind of you know, the, the third wheel and he's kind of the, the you know, he's the, the last one to come along. And, but, um, you know, the, the especially Federer and Djokovic, uh, they, you know, they not, not, not a lot of love lost there. This is, uh, you know, I, I think, um, it's also, you know, events like this, I mean, Federer and Nadal have been such great sportsmen. It's really jarring to see someone at the top of the sport behave like this after the standard those two guys set. Absolutely. John Wertheim from CBS's 60 Minutes and Sports Illustrated. So much appreciation for your time this evening and look forward to having you on again to talk some tennis. I'll send you that uh, video. You, all right. Do that. You got it. Anytime. All right. There he goes. John Wertheim from Sports Illustrated. If you haven't seen the piece on Justin Tucker, don't worry. I didn't spoil the whole thing. It's worth your time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.